in Pope Francis's papal mass a year ago, he reflected on three things that the Magi did. And I'd like to reflect on those same three things. I thought it was a pretty good idea. If our Pope reflected on it, I think we could. First, they saw the star. And that begs the question, were they the only ones who saw this star? And there's something about human relations that we can think about when we are content with everything that we have, especially us here in the West. I was talking to my father-in-law about this yesterday. If we have our careers, we have our money, we have a little bit of entertainment, what else do we need? So sometimes as humans, we don't look up and wonder in awe at the heavens. And the Magi did. They looked up. They saw the star. Maybe we don't, as Pope Francis in his homily said, do we know how to dream? Have we forgotten how to dream? You know, do we expect God to bring newness into our lives? Because that's what God does. He does bring newness into our lives. Or are we like maybe dry branches in the wind? You know, the other thing that the star about the star is that possibly it wasn't as glittering as other stars in the sky. And we think about that with our own lives. Um, we can be attracted to the glittering stars of our career. We can be attracted to the gritting, glittering stars of money, fortune and fame, popularity, Facebook, those are great glittering stars, but they're sort of like meteors. They shoot across the sky, and then they fade. Nothing more than a meteor or a shooting star. But the Lord's star is not bright either. You think about that. He was born in a trough, in a manger, and nothing glittering about that. The Lord doesn't overwhelm us with his star, but instead, the Lord's star is gentle. It's kind. It's merciful. The Lord's star meets us where we are and then takes us to where we need to be. The Lord's star does not promise us rewards of material wealth or but instead, the Lord's star promises us peace and joy in the journey, and it chides us to go and set forth on the journey. And that is the second thing that the Magi did. They set out on the journey. What keeps us sometimes from setting out on the journey that the Lord might be calling you to? Possibly, it could be we're afraid to go. We're afraid of changes. We think of King Herod. He was wild with fear. He was afraid of losing his power. And all of Jerusalem was afraid because the Lord might require something of them. He may ask for something to change in their lives. And as human beings, and I'm 
just as guilty as you probably, but none of us really like change. We don't want to change. Change is hard. But Jesus calls us to leave that armchair of our personal comforts to go out on the journey. We have to travel lightly. We can't take it with us. We get baggage and we have to let some of, leave some of it behind to go out on the journey. But the jo joy that is felt by all of us when we travel off into that journey, and I can think of my own life traveling off into the journey of the diaconate and the joy that was brought when I was in that moment. Sometimes that fear can hold us back, and we need to look at that. So when the Magi did reach their destination, what did they do? They offered him gifts. They offered him gifts of gold that reflected the royalty of Jesus. They offered him a gift of frankincense that stood for his deity, knowing that he is God. And they offered him myrrh because Jesus would give us the greatest gift that we could possibly receive by taking those little hands in a manger and then pinning them up on a cross to die for us. Our God became small for us. He took on human form. And for us to give a gift back to God, then we have to recognize the least fortunate the least among our brethren. And who are they? Those are our brothers and sisters who are needy and who are hungry and cannot repay back what you might give. They are the stranger. They are the person that walks up to you, maybe even a little irritating. They are the prisoner. They're the poor. They're somebody in your family that needs help, that needs a little assistance to take care of. When we give and we take care of a sick person, we're actually giving to the Lord. When we participate in the Charitable Works Committee, they are the extension of our hands, what we're supposed to do at the 8.30 Mass, at the 8 o'clock Mass on Sundays. We have volunteers that come up and take communion to the homebound. They are giving a gift to God. Anytime we forgive somebody who's hurt us, we're giving back to the Lord. So the Magi did three things, and I want you to remember that. To look up, to see the star, and wonder in awe of what God has in store for all of us the beauty of what he's promised us, eternal salvation. And secondly, go out. Don't be afraid if he's calling you. Quell the fear inside. Kiss the leper clean and do such as this unseen. And bring the gifts, the gift of yourself, the gift life becomes meaningful when we start to give. And if you set out on that journey, you'll find something else. You'll find yourself. That's where we meet God in the journey that he's called each one of us to.